The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to episode 4 billion of Tired and Inspired with your boy, Tired Fox. Psych, it's just me, Jack Fox. Did I get you? I bet I did. You'd be very happy to know that I've set my mic up properly this time so there'll be no faffing around in your ears. Um... I also know that I said last week that this week is going to be a football chat episode with the usual guys on again, but that's fallen through for one reason or another, much like many transfers that happen in the world of football. So I think maybe hopefully next week we'll be doing like a a reaction to the England Euros squad and then some chat about the upcoming European championship tournament um i know that the people who mainly listen to this like probably aren't huge football fans but i am and it really takes actually honestly it takes a lot for me not to just randomly talk about football on this podcast like when i talk about general life stuff so try and save it all for the football chats so anyways that's hopefully maybe next week if things work out it's it's tough, man. I, you know, I said a few episodes ago that I, I would never like just not do an episode because I couldn't be bothered. Like if if an ep- if 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 an episode doesn't happen, if I ever get a week where an episode doesn't happen, it'll be for a very good reason. Okay, I just want to let you know that. Anyways, how's your week going? How's your week been? I'm losing track. I, 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 I know it's been a year we've been in this pandemic and whatever. And you'd forget what month it is, you forget what date it is and stuff. But this bank holiday has thrown me for a loop, man. I don't know what the fuck date is in the week. Every day feels like a Saturday or a Sunday and it's a Wednesday or a Thursday. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, and I, I, Hive Mind had their first gig um, in over a year this past weekend. And for the longest time, I thought it was a Friday and it was a Saturday. And I've just, my whole weekend has just been up, up, up in arms. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, but since I last spoke to you, I've had a had an interesting week. Like I say, the Hive Mind uh, gig happened. That was a lot of fun. I also um, <laughs> the the day before the Hive Mind gig, um, we being Hive Mind, we're gonna go out and uh, watch a gig at Independent in Sunderland, which is where our gig was. We were gonna watch Abnorm. And Kicking Lilies, two local bands who are very good and we're big fans of. But at the last minute, literally on the day, or maybe it was the day beforehand, I got asked if I would like to host a pub quiz in Sunderland. Now, look, I love live music. I like supporting local bands. I understand what it feels like to get supported in a local band. However, we've been in this pandemic for a long time. I've had very, very, very little going on. And which means I've had very little income coming in. So when an opportunity comes around to host a pub quiz for fifty pounds, sometimes you just gotta snatch at the opportunity. You know what I mean? So, so I said yes, I'll host the pub quiz. Then found out 
That's a public. First of all, I had to be like, is everything written for? Is everything prepared? Do I just have to walk in, host the quiz, cha-ching, get the bag, and then we're fucking out of there? And the guy, my friend Carl Halbert, who's also a comedian who usually hosts this night, but he was um, couldn't. <laughs> is the word I'm looking for? Uh, couldn't host it. Got me. Asked me to host, and I said yes. Okay, so I just have to walk in to. Number two, Church Lane, which is also in Sunderland. i got to walk in. Hi, I'm Jack here to host the quiz. Oh, hi, Jack. Here you go. Here's, here's the quiz. Here's the pens. Here's the sheets. Here's the microphone. Do the thing. Here's your money. Have a good evening. Oh, you're really handsome. Oh, thanks. I've got a girlfriend. Thanks. Okay, okay bye. Right. So I was like, hey, look, mate. That's easy money. It's a nice night. Free food and drink. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. Then found out after I'd said yes. And it's a Gavin and Stacey pub quiz. Now, I know that this podcast is big in the Netherlands, and I know we're international now, so some people may not know what Gavin and Stacey is. However, for those of you that do know what Gavin and Stacey is in England, you will know that it is one of the most overrated sitcoms that's ever appeared on British TV. And for those of you that don't know, what you should know is, it's one of the most overrated sitcoms to ever appear on British TV. I don't like it, I'm not a fan. What I am a fan of, controversially, is James Corden. I quite like the guy. Everybody hates him. I've never seen one person anywhere <laughs> that likes James Corden. Which is probably why I like him. Because I like things that nobody else does. Uh, your boy's bourbon. That was disgusting, sorry. So now I've got to host a quiz about Gavin and Stacey, which I know absolutely nothing about other than I think it's set in Wales or between Wales and London. Uh, Gavin's from London and Stacey's from Wales and then they're like, I don't know how they met. I know James Corden's in it and he wrote it, I think. I think, I think. But the quiz is four rounds of ten questions. I can read... This is dead easy. Fine. I also have to pick... The, the the winner, obviously, is whoever gets the most points to get some money. And the best team name gets a round of drinks for the table. When I get there, long story short, all the team names are puns about the show. And I'm not the fucking wiser. The bar staff also, who are very, very nice, by the way. If you're in Sunderland looking for... They don't sponsor this podcast. But if you're in Sunderland looking for something that isn't just like regular pub food or isn't like a Nando's, uh, you want to go to number two church lane. It's right next to the Sunderland Empire. It's a very nice little quaint bar, restaurant place. The food's fucking excellent. I got the vegetarian nachos, 10 out of 10. Um, And I got it for free because that's just how your boy does. But anyways... The bar staff who were very nice and very nice. By the way, I also I turned up two hours early. Just my my internal gig clock. You know, okay, I have to gigs every right every gig ever starts at half eight nine o'clock. Stop at well actually no that's, that's fucked up my theory. Every gig ever starts at about eight. Okay, stop asking performers when the gig starts or when they're on. Every gig ever starts at eight ish, eight eight thirty. Nine o'clock if you're pushing it. This quiz started at half nine. 
I'm thinking, you know, if it starts at 8, I'll get there for about half 7. I should leave a little bit early because there's nowhere to park around there. Okay, so I, 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 I get in Sunderland about quarter past 7, get to the venue for about 25 past by the time I walk there from the, the car park that's across the road. And they're like, oh yeah, so we don't usually have the quiz on until like half 9. I'm like, oh, gonna sit there by myself in this i mean it's a nice place but i just like the workers are working everybody's out on dates or with the families and stuff i'm just eating nachos really slowly to pass the two hours away and um and and yeah so everybody writes the the the, the team names down and they're all puns and i haven't got a fucking clue if any of these are funny if they're cheesy if it's like a quote from the show if it i, I don't know what the fuck's got so i just picked a random I mean, all the people who were one aren't listening to this, but there was a there was a clear uh, winner um, in the uh, the couple who just had no crack. I was trying to have banter with them and everything, and they just had no crack. Uh, the the only table, the only team I did have any banter was a table of three girls who were sitting in the back corner. But honestly, I don't think I should have been. They were a little bit, they were a little bit too young for a, a man of my age, a comedian. To be talking to them, okay? There's no some there's some comedians who have also been caught talking to people of similar age <laughs> that now no longer have careers. I have a smidgen of a career. <laughs> I'm out here. As soon as I, one of them asked me, "What do I think of this guy?" and held up a picture of a guy, I believe, on Snapchat. I'm guessing they were texting each other or hanging out or hooking up, whatever the kids say. And I said, personally, not my type. However, you get yourself in there, lass. And they all laughed. And I thought, (laughs) I need to move away from this as quickly as possible. They came last. So, probably for the best. Otherwise, it would have been favouritism. And as always, as always, the guy who was sitting directly in front of me when I was given the quiz out, got the third to last question wrong. No, actually, well, he did get it wrong. But while I was reading the question, he said, that's an incorrect question. Because I referenced something that should have happened in the the Christmas special. And he said, but there's two Christmas specials. And I said, look, buddy, I know nothing about this show. I'm here to pick up the bag and move on. This, frankly, to be honest, isn't even my whole Friday. You know what I mean? This is an event for you, you sad, lonely little man. So shut the fuck up. Write the answer. And we'll move on. And we can all go home. Back to your sad little pathetic life and the rest of the restaurant cheered and carried me out on their shoulders and now um i basically am the co-owner of number two church lane and <laughs> it's not true but he did say he did say it was that's an incorrect question and i literally said mate i don't care because by this point it was pretty pretty straightforward who the winners were and it was not this guy and his ugly wife i didn't say ugly wife i didn't say ugly wife this guy and his wife 
there's always one, isn't there? There's always one. And if you don't know who that one is, it's you, you cunt. You understand. Trying to make it difficult for everybody else, trying to fuck up everybody else's nice time at the quiz. Love a pub quiz, though, man. It's fun hosting one, but it's not as fun as like when your mate gets an answer wrong that they clearly was so adamant that they were going to get right. You know what I mean? It is quite fun hosting one, though. It's it's like I almost wanted to like roast the show or how daft the question because there's some questions. I've, like I say, I've never seen the show, and there's some questions that I definitely knew the answers to. That some of these fucking idiots who are supposed mega fans of the show didn't know the answers to. But I had, to, I had to hold back until that fucking guy piped up three questions from the end. Like, what difference does it make, man? Three questions from the end, you're not going to win anyways. Dickhead. <laughs> oh, he doesn't listen to this. If you are listening to this, my friend, whoever you are, it's okay. It's all right. We're all friends here. This is just a comedy podcast. It's fine. I've talked way too much about something that was such a tiny part of my week. But anyways, long story short... It was good to get back in front of people, in front of an audience, in a bar where everybody was safe. There was no masks. I had a microphone in my hand. I was making a couple of little wisecracks here and there. I was in Sunderland. I felt comfortable. A nice new venue. Free nachos. Some young ladies at the back. Whoa, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. This guy and his ugly wife, I didn't say that either. I did not say I was admiring the young girls at the back. I did not say that. I did not say the guy in the front row's wife was ugly with a moustache. I definitely didn't say that. You didn't hear me say that. Okay? Glad we cleared that up. Anyways, I'll talk more about more gigs. Because that's really what you want to hear, isn't it? What you want to hear is how my week went, as opposed to things that are happening in the world. So I'll talk more about them after a quick word from our sponsors. Support for Tired and Inspired is brought to you today by SmoothMyBalls.com That's right, you heard me, SmoothMyBalls.com If you head to SmoothMyBalls.com slash tired, you will receive exclusive offers and money off your purchases and you'll be helping support this podcast all at the same time. If what you see on the link isn't exactly what you're looking for, then please, don't worry. Your boy's got you covered, okay? You can put anything you want in your basket and at the checkout, just enter the promo code TIRED for 15% off. See how your boy looks after you, Uncle Fox. Uncle Tired Fox. See how your boy looks after you? And like I say also, as you'll be doing that, you'll also be supporting this podcast helping this movement along it's 2021 man get those plums smooth for you for your partner your girlfriend your boyfriend also maybe even buy them as a gift tell them what you want we're also still sponsored by Chili's Balls because fuck it that's why so head to smoothmyballs.com slash tired for exclusive offers right now New ad reads, ba 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 ba. New, 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 new ad reads, ba 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 ba. New, 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 new ad reads, ba 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 ba. Yeah, boy, got new ad reads, ba 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 ba. Thought I'd switch it up for you. I mean, it's the same message, innit? Just save money shaving your balls. 
you know what I mean? But you know, just kind of spruce it up every now and then. Um, still working on. I really do want to get some merch done. I really, really do want to get some merch done, but it's expensive, and I'm doing pub quig pub quigs for fifty quiz, pub quizzes for fifty quid. So I'm not exactly fucking rolling in it you know what i mean also also just today i'm not telling you what day i'm recording this on it's a tuesday just today i had to go and buy a brand well, i didn't have to go and buy but i did a brand new snare stand and for some of you non-drummers out there or non-musicians even or even rappers who don't maybe don't understand how expensive musical equipment is it was 120 pounds now it's not a lot of money let's be honest that's three pub quizzes worth <laughs> of money. But when you haven't got any money, it's quite a lot of money. But I need one because I want to do more gigs. So, you know. But actually, actually, while I'm on the fucking subject, look, I'm not coming at you hat in hand. And I'm not saying don't listen to the podcast unless you support. But if you really want to support and help out, there is a donations link in the fucking description or whatever. I feel weird asking for money. It's okay. Just enjoy. Just share it. Just share the podcast. That'll be fine. Anyways. You've always got the burps. Uh, speaking of snare stands and drums and gigs, Hivemind had our first gig in over a year. Technically, the, the last gig we did was February 2020, and it was at the Head of Steam in Newcastle, and it was sold out. This one at Independent in Sunderland was limited capacity, but it's sold out. Our next one, uh, which we haven't announced, is sold out yet, but it is sold out at Little Buildings in Newcastle. Three sold out gigs in a row, man. That's why I've got to buy a new stair stand. I've got to raise. We've got to raise the bar. You understand? Um, so cool, man. I forgot how fun gigging is with the band. Cause like with comedy and stuff, you know, I do like maybe three, three or four gigs a week, and it's kind of just myself. You kind of see the same people around, but you see the same sets, and you start to see the same clubs, and you see the same people, and you know whatever. But with the band, it's like a you're sharing that experience with three other people in the band for a start, and it's like just nothing connects like music. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you have your favorite comedians and your favorite jokes and whatever, but nothing connects like music and live music. Even the rap stuff, like I'm playing and performing to a backing track, you know. But when it's four of us on stage all making live noise together, like it just resonates. I think with the audience, and you can see we don't just stand there playing it as well. Like Georgia. I think, like, I mean, I can't hear it. I'm at the back of the stage and I've got a load of drums. I can't hear anything. But Georgia just absolutely fucking slayed it, man. And she gets so nervous before gigs. She gets so nervous to the point where I think, to the point where I think she thinks she's not going to be able to do the gig. But every time, man, she absolutely fucking kills it. And straight from the first note, like, she was going crazy on stage and shouting at the crowd and telling them to clap along and so good goosebumps when I think about it man uh, it's inspiring and she's fucking amazing um, and if, if you know my band if you know Hive Mind then you know how much we put into it and how much we enjoy doing it and you also might know our bassist James Wallace who I, I, I love him like a brother I love this guy like a brother we are we are the same age born in the same month a few weeks apart we have such similar interest we didn't the thing about this band is the thing about high is the four of us didn't know each other until 
Steve, our guitarist, decided to join the band. He was looking for a bassist. James was his James was his brother's friend at school. They were looking for a drummer. James knew my friend who knew I played drums, and I was looking for a band. We will eventually landed on Georgia because Georgia used to play in another band that we used to gig with previously. The four of us have came together to form this band, and we've became like brothers and sisters. And we all, I, I mean, I can't speak for the other guys, but I, I, I love them. I love the four. I love. There's nothing more I enjoy in the world than making music and hanging out with these four guys. I love them. I'm getting a bit emotional now, but I, I love them so much, and I love James like a brother, but. I, it means I also sometimes hate him like a brother because this fucking guy is one of the most unique persons, people, uh, per, one of the most unique humans I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, this is the tip of the iceberg. I'm going to tell you the story anyways. I vividly remember, he has this habit, but I have the, I vividly remember our last gig at the Head of Steam, February 2020. We played our set. We also throw in occasionally like riffs at the end of songs, like popular famous riffs. We used to play Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin, um, Stockholm Syndrome by Muse, uh, Psycho by Muse, um, uh, Rage Against the Machine. We'd throw in just like famous riffs at the end of our songs, maybe just keep the momentum of the gig going, give Georgia a bit of a rest with her vocals, where we can just jump around the stage a bit, keep the crowd hyped or whatever. So usually at the end of our set, depending on which song we're finished with, we'll play... You know, a Rage riff, um, or a Muse riff, or occasionally Iron Man by um, Black Sabbath. The popular riffs that people can sing along to or whatever. Cool, okay, fine. So I remember at the end of the Head of Steam gig in February, we played our song Riot Envy, I believe, was the song we played as an encore, because people asked us for an encore, which is very nice. And that leads nicely at the end of the song, boom, we all finish, and then James can carry on playing and play Iron Man, and we all jump in, we, we all join in, Steve's fucking wailing on guitar, George is jumping around, the audience is jumping around, fine, it's all planned, it looks a bit on the cuff, it's all planned, we rehearse it beforehand, that ends, everybody's clapping, woo, yeah, encore, we've sold out venue, everybody's sweaty, everybody's knackered, we've been playing for 45 minutes, blah, blah, blah. and then James has this habit, I don't know what it is, but he continues playing a different riff, and it was Territorial Pissons by Nirvana, which, if you know the song, you'll know it's fast, it's aggressive, it's three notes. Dig a 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 dig but you can't just leave the guy standing there with his bass in his hand, staring at me and Steve, like, waiting for us to come in, smirking on his face because he knows we haven't prepared for this. What we're supposed to do, just just put, put my drumsticks down and just be like, thanks, everybody, cheers, good night. Like, when people are wanting more songs and stuff, okay, fine, fuck's sake. So we don't know how many times we're going to go around it. We're just purely swimming in the waters without our floaties on at the minute. We're playing Territorial Pistons. It's a bit of a mess. We're kind of cutting to an abrupt ending. I feel a little bit... The whole gig went great. And now I've got a sour taste in my mouth. Because we ended with an unrehearsed Territorial Pistons. Because James was just being a bit of an arse. So I, I still remember this from February last year. Me and James then leave the venue. We're going to get our cars with all our um, bags and stuff in. Drive back to the venue to put to load the equipment back in the car. And I said to James, "Don't fucking do that ever again. Don't randomly just if you're going to play territorial pissings, tell us, and we'll just fucking throw it in. We'll rehearse it. So we know what we're doing. We'll throw it in. We'll all have a good time." 
He's laughing. I know, sorry, I'm a bit carried away. All right, fine, it happens. Okay, cool. So, cut to, what is it, May 2021. We're rehearsing for this gig. We decide to end with our song Crying All The Time, which is one of our singles, and it's fast and upbeat. And then we go into a riff by the band Deftones, which is just a fucking gnarly riff. Melt your face off. Then we think, oh, if we get asked for an encore, We'll just do Riot Envy again. We're trying to weed out that song from our set. It's an old song. We're bored of it, whatever. No riff at the end. We'll just play the song if people want an encore. It's quite a big ending anyways. We'll just do a big show-busy ending. Good night. Okay, thank you very much. We play the set. We play Crying All The Time. It goes well. We play the Deftones riff. People are headbanging in their seats at Independent. It's a big ending. I almost kick my drum kit over like Keith Moon from The Who but I don't because then I remember how expensive is my drum kit I don't want to do that the crowd are roaring the crowd are cheering the crowd are clapping they want one more song we all turn to each other a little bit of a nod a few whispers of riot right we do right we do right we do riot riot envy right we do riot okay I look at James I give him a little I give him a little don't you no no fucking riff we'll just do right and everything we'll get out we're cutting it fine with a curfew alright we'll curfew's 10 o'clock and it's 10 to we've got right we're cutting it fine James is like okay I got you play right envy we haven't even rehearsed right envy we've decided on the day if we get asked for an encore we'll have to play right envy but we know it like the back of our hand it's our oldest song bing bang boom right envy knocking out the crowd goes wild they're throwing the bras at us they're throwing underpants throwing money at us we're getting showered in riches it's all going well. We're all on a high. And then, of course. Because I'm, I should also point out, as the drummer, I'm leading the end. So we're playing. Bong, big hit on the cymbals. Everybody's looking at me. When are you going to call the last note? One, two, three, four. Bomb. All right, good night. And as I hit the bomb, I look to my left where James Wallace is standing. And I see his fingers move up the fretboard. And I think. Judas, you traitor. And then I hear, out of my monitor, those fuzzy bass notes. Do, 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 do. Flibber, dibber, shibber, do, do, boo, boo. And I think, you motherfucker. And I grab my drumstick and I put it across my throat like I was the undertaker about a tombstone. And I say, cut that out early. I'm catching it one bar in. You're only a little. You only. You, you only. You've only put your foot down that street, James. Don't put your other foot down there and decide to walk down it. Cut that shit out now, because we get four bars into you playing this riff. I'm gonna have to come in after eight bars. That's music. And if I come in, Steve's gonna have to come in. Steve's not even sure what key we're in. How was he supposed to know? He's across the other side of the stage. There's lights, smoke machines. You might be able to hear coming through the wet. You're just gonna have to fucking guess what key we're in. James keeps playing. Two bars. Do, 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 do. Three bars. I'm going to have to play the riff, aren't I? All right. I start hitting the bass drum on the fourth bar, ready to come in on bar five. Boom, boom. I'm looking at Steve like, I think we're in G. I think we're in G. 
I build it up. Steve's ready to come in with a roaring solo. And as we get to bar five, and as I crash those cymbals ready to come in and play the end of Iron Man, James Thomas Wallace of Sunderland, born on the 30th of October, 1989, fucks up Iron Man. And somehow, even though he's played it for four bars previously, has suddenly forgot how to play Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Just as the rest of the unrehearsed band kicks in after our first gig in over a year. Can you imagine my rage? Because let me tell you something. Ding, 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 ding. It was through the roof. I could have, and in hindsight, probably should have, got up from my drum stool and stuck 14 drumsticks up his arse. I specifically told him, no fucking riffs at the end, Jimmy boy. Because there's no need. We've got a tight set list, a succinct set list, if you will. There's no need for extra riffs. Then he plays four bars, leads us on. As we get to the fifth, when we all kick in, he just fucking forgets it, despite playing it for four bars previously. This is the type of man I am dealing with. You understand? The difficulties, the trials and tribs of being in a band with James Wallace. All that being said, it's fucking good to be back. In it. I also put something on Instagram, which is 100% true. After unloading all the equipment back into the bunker, our practice space, which is around the corner from Independence, I got back in the car, checked my phone, and I had like, you know, a million messages being tagged and things on Instagram and stuff. And I got a text from my mum that just said, Hiya. I can't remember what it said verbatim, but it was like, Hiya, can you bring some milk in with you? Cheers. And there I was. The heights of playing an impromptu Iron Man riff in front of a seated, sold-out crowd at Independent for the first time in over a year. And there it was. Whoop, my feet firmly back on the ground. And I think I think maybe some people saw that and thought I was being a bit bitchy. That's completely not true. It's good because I'm not. I don't want to get. I, I might have got carried away with myself. And realistically. We've sold out a limited capacity venue in Sunderland, now our hometown, which is what we should be able to do anyways. But it's very important to stay humble. So even if this podcast is the 147th most popular podcast in the Netherlands, your boy's got to keep his feet firmly on the ground. And sometimes you just got to nip to the shop for some milk. That, my friends... It's how you end a podcast. Thanks for listening. Much love. Smoothmyballs.com slash tired. Donate if you're feeling up to it. Get in touch if you want. Please share, tell a friend. 
and we'll be back next week with some football chat I love you all thank you so much for listening That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Touch that fucking base again, James, and I swear to God, I'll stick these sticks right up your fucking arse!